Hello, I'm AG. And I'm Leah. And this is. What are you on about? This is a show about water. We're gonna un- unravel all the mysteries around the water behind the bill. We are the water. Mythbusters. This is just about having fun. Hello, Leah. Hi, Nas. How are you? very good so today we're gonna be you know we're gonna be talking about something very important as if we never talk about something very important we always talk about something very important I don't know I'd say we talk about things of various importance but in general they are very important various levels of very importance but I have a question for you before we go uh, on about this sure what is a win-win situation explain that to me because I hear a lot of people go like this is a win-win situation explain this to me isn't a win-win situation one where like you win and then I win oh so it's like a mutual arrangement mutually beneficial arrangement surely I don't think that's the only win-win yeah situation. no I'm, I'm this is wrong I'm gonna tell you what a win-win situation is according to a Singaporean friend so this guy told me once I thought it was a really good joke he said you know in Singapore a win-win situation is when I win twice (laughs) so you can understand where I'm going to with this today's episode we're gonna talk about situation why where I win three times so this is my version of Australian Moroccan win-win situation I'm gonna call it win 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 situation okay. do you agree are you are you ready to be are, are well, I you don't know re- if I agree you haven't told me about well, it are yet, you ready? But, I'm, but I'm willing to listen you, about you're, you're this ready win-win situation. yeah you're ready to be wild this is about winning all the time. There's no losing here. There's only winning. I mean, but so, long as, so long as you explain what you're on about. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but it is about water. So it's okay. water you're on about. Yeah. So where is the link with water? So, you know, we've been talking lately mostly about wastewater because at the same time we're teaching a unit at the University of Western Australia around wastewater and resource recovery for our master's students. But at the same time, we're podcasting and we're sharing it with students and we get comments from students and really excited actually we are on we got, Spotify we, don't, we don't just get comments from students yeah, either, get, by the way yeah we get students from everywhere so we're on Spotify we're on various platforms what are the other platforms all the platforms we're there so you, you want we've to listen we've made it guys we've, we've made, made it, it. yeah <laughs> So you're welcome to listen to us on all these platforms, but we're still talking about wastewater essentially. So we're going to go back again to this uh, basic question of, uh, you know, how do you how do you treat the waste? And I'm going to try to paint for people just like for people so that they can imagine the best case scenario for wastewater treatment. This is like my how success looks like I'm painting the success so imagine you have a wastewater system wastewater treatment plant Uh, we described some of them but they come in all varieties and all of that we're gonna talk about that a little bit more in detail at some stage 
But imagine you have a wastewater plant and the waste comes to it. We did say mostly water. But it has lots of organic components. So 90, 99.97% yeah. water. Mostly water. And what we're saying here is imagine a world where the wastewater treatment plant is at zero discharge. And I'm not saying because most people, like they talk, when you hear discharge, they think about liquid discharge. It is true that the discharge is mostly you get the water, you treat it to a certain level. It is not super clean, but it is clean yet, so it's not like clean water. And we discharge it to the environment with sometimes with some nutrients and some other places only with secondary treatment. So it, this discharge, zero discharge concept is really interesting one. So you can imagine a world Wait, so hang where, on. With, yeah. with zero discharge, do you yeah. mean that like none of it is yeah. leaving the plant or it's all being then reused reused essentially so none of it is being discharged just to the environment basically uh to to pollute the environment or whatever well, I mean, even not all of it is polluting no not all of it but you know let, let, let's be frank about it you know the best treatment will still leave some phosphates in it the best treatment will still leave some element of nitrogen, and that's that's actually uh, you know pollution. It's not well, a big pollution unless it's gone through reverse osmosis. Yeah, yeah, unless it has been cleared. But but you're thinking about the treatment that we have here in Australia or in other places in the U.S. And but there are lots of places uh, where the wastewater doesn't get treated to that level. So yes, it is contributing uh, to the pollution. Well, so, actually, like yeah. thinking about that, I remember. Do you remember a couple of years back yeah. we were in uh, Canada yeah. and we were there for a conference yeah. and we were in a town called Victoria yeah. on Vancouver Island. Beautiful town, lots yeah. of flowers. Yeah, um, mm. yeah I actually lots I went to the gardens. Yeah, the garden, the butchard gardens. The butchard gardens, I actually went and visited them. But I remember at some point we ran into someone at the conference that said, oh, what was it at a conference or somewhere mm. else, who said, Oh, did you know that the wastewater from Victoria isn't actually treated? Mm. Yeah. It, w it just, they were in the process, I think, of about to build a wastewater treatment plant in Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Because they had so many tourists coming in mm. from cruise mm. ships and yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. Their water was going untreated to an mm. ocean outfall yeah. into the, what is it called? The San, the San Juan, San... San Juan uh, Bay or something? No. Well, I can't remember what the bay but, was called. But anyway, yeah. they, were, they were basically discharging it to the ocean untreated. That's really, that's very common. There are lots of people who don't know that even in developed world... Like Canada. Yeah, Canada. like Canada. There's lots of discharge, lots of wastewater that goes in. Of course, it's managed in such a way that it's, uh, you know... Um, you know, far away from people and all of that. And yes, the system can deal with it to some extent, but it is still a load that comes from nowhere and it is discharging the environment. So I'm just thinking about the win uh, number one that we're going to talk about today. You know, it's today is about win-win situation. Yeah, we're all about oh, winning, we right? win three times. Winning three times, at least three times. Okay. But I'm 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 starting to think that maybe we're winning four times. But let's just stick with three. 
So we are in a situation where everything that comes in is treated to a level that it is reused as water. So the water comes in out of it as a as a as a water to be used. Mm -hmm. But the solids as well are turned into energy. So like the sludge. Like the sludge. So you take the sludge, you decompose all those elements into. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail because this is the element that is connected to greenhouse gas. But this is my first way of thinking about it in a big win is a zero discharge. And when I talk about zero discharge, I don't mean just discharge in water or liquid, discharge on anything. So I don't even want the greenhouse gases to exit the so plant. Wait, so wait, uh, are you saying that for this first win, yeah. we have to have zero discharge? Zero discharge is a big, is so a big goal. So can you still have your win-win-win situation with what we're doing currently? We can, we can, but this is like the ultimate. I'm thinking about so it. So you're thinking a, about the, the ideal... Ideal situation. Win-win-win yeah, situation. Yeah, this is what we're aiming for for future cities because we can make these systems smaller, we can implement them, people can have them in their houses, their buildings or whatever, so it is actually not a big deal to treat water or wastewater. But we're just going to explain that essentially everything that is not water in wastewater is essentially simply, um, you know, um, elements that 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 are designed to store energy so you know it's organic compounds uh, so it's carbon it's hydrogen it's oxygen it's nitrogen and remember how you know i said to the students last week they were laughing i said i'm gonna tell you what's the secret of life so everyone was laughing because they thought i'm gonna tell them some secret about how to make money or something but I just told them you know the secret of life is essentially how photosynthesis work it's just amazing I bet they were mightily disappointed when they you were told slightly them. but you know I explained I added a little bit of enthusiasm to it and essentially what you do is you get biological material gets created from carbon uh, being put in chains and basically that's how material works so the way carbon works is that you put two carbons together and you start some element of energy and you add carbons hundreds and thousands and millions and whatever so everything is carbon so when you decompose if we say zero discharge if we break down all the waste then what do you get at the end you get the elemental element right yeah. So you get the carbon, you get the, in, in a form of carbon dioxide, you get the methane, which is uh, basically CH4, which basically is carbon, and it's a, a gas that is also a greenhouse gas, and you get nitri nitri nitrous oxide gas as well. Yep. And other other gases that are you know less less significant. I suppose like, I suppose the three main greenhouse gases though are carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous. Yeah, with with methane. Oxide. Yeah, with methane being twenty times more potent. I than, think it's twenty five times. Twenty five times. And I think if, nitrous oxide is about three hundred yeah. times more potent yeah. than carbon dioxide. So what do we mean by potent? We mean that their impact as a greenhouse gas is much bigger yeah. than 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 co2 yeah. so it we means don't we don't release as much of it into the atmosphere but what we do release is 25 like you could, you could multiply it by yeah. 25 times yeah. 
for it. So you can think about it. This is a reactor. You have some waste. It comes in. You <laughs> remember how I was saying to people, hey, you know, if you look at yourself in the mirror, you are a wastewater treatment plant. Because what we do is we take organic matter, we eat food, and we basically turn it into, we digest it and turn it into uh, solids and liquid, and we extract energy out of it. Yeah, and then we and then we get rid of our waste. And we get rid of our waste. But then, but then we also, but we also, we also fart. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Poo and fart. Yeah, exactly. Burps so as like, well, burps count. Well, burps and farts. Well, lots yeah. of people don't understand that farts are actually greenhouse gas. So you can imagine a wastewater... Not entirely. Some no, of it is... Some of it is other things. No, but but other side kind of volatile. But you can think about a wastewater uh, plant as basically a system that receives organic carbon. When that organic carbon is, um, when it is decomposed by the work of our friends, the bacteria, last episode, remember? Then the whole wastewater plant farts giant farts or continuous farts because the gas is coming out of it yeah, so it's okay i've stood next to where the parts where they fart correct so what we do in traditional wastewater treatment we just let that fart go away so all that that gas is going away well no i think in some plants they actually trap that yeah that's the next thing that's that's what some, people do some trap it and yeah. then they basically use chemical scrubbing agents i yeah. suppose you could call them to yeah. remove the odor yeah and then they just release it they well. release it but the extra thing that you can do which is like simple if you have a gas you can trap it collect it you can actually turn it into power yeah of course yeah and that's and, and it that's is very 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 easy process you can actually do it at a small scale i've seen someone who had basically take lots of uh, you know oh i have a really good example yeah of this. which one do you know kevin mcleod yeah yeah i know favorite show of mine the, yeah, yeah like grand designs kevin yeah. mcleod like the amount of times he says bespoke yeah yeah that one. Game. anyway mm. so there was another series he did that which was him building his man cave yeah I saw that one. And Amazing. he and he had he was trying to work out how to get gas for a cooking fire. Yeah. And I remember he had this really great episode where he basically went out to like a safari zoo. Yeah. And he picked up the poop of, of I think of, the lions. Of cats, yeah, big cats. The, like the big cats. Yeah. And then he put them into yeah. a, a homemade digester. Yeah. Where the, Which anyone can make. Which anyone can make and let it kind of digest. Mm. So then it had like a moving lid so it would go up when there was more gas. And then yeah. as the gas was used, it would go down. But mm. he managed to get quite a lot of gas going mm -hmm. for his cooking purposes. Yeah. yeah. You can actually flare. In fact, you know, methane is is a, is a flammable gas. Yeah. So you can flare it and you can yeah. make fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like mm. Not like CO2, which no. is used in fire extinguishers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But so what did he do with that? Did he I cook with he, it? Oh yeah, he cooked with the gas. Yeah, he that cooked. He was using. And you know what is the first thing he cooked? I can't remember what. Yeah, was. I do remember because he says, "Oh, the first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make a crap Suzette." Ha ha ha. Oh, crap Suzette. Crap Suzette. That um, was really good. And he actually made the batter and made the crap, and he cooked it with uh, the gas that's coming out of. Yes. So you can have. A circular economy or circular system within your house in a farm you can capture that that gas and you can actually uh, you know use it to to cook
that's sort of, a, if you will, it's not sophisticated way of, of capturing energy. There are more sophisticated ways yeah. that you can actually turn waste directly into energy by powering, you know, um, uh, engines and basically getting those engines to store energy or to put it in the grid. So to store energy, you have to have batteries or whatever. But but you know, look at our favorite uh, wastewater plants in in Melbourne, Western Treatment Plant, with all its systems. There's like hundreds of ponds there for treating wastewater. We haven't talked about ponds yet in a yeah. lot of detail, but just so you know, yeah. it's a pond-based treatment plant. Yeah, or lagoon. People call La- it or lagoon-based. Lagoon yeah. But they have these anaerobic sections or yeah. sections that are designed to have anaerobic conditions, which are quite deep. I think they're about six, six metres deep. deep. Yeah. And what they've done at this plant is that they have covered those anaerobic sections with a yeah. massive cover and they collect gas under there. Yeah. And this is, as you can see in the picture that we're looking at at the moment, well, it's like Well, our small. listeners can't see I know, picture. but we are looking at it. Just imagine <laughs> us looking at a picture. We're looking at this picture and this site has hundreds of ponds or, or systems for treating only two of them have a cover and only two of them yet it is in the primary section which is the most low well and i would say yeah. that only two of these ponds have a cover and that cover only covers about 400 meters of a pond of, of the pond so that's like 400 so it'd be about four a section in two ponds that's about 400 meters by yeah. 400 meters yeah so it's not a huge system and yet what's really surprising is that this system is actually energy positive so what do we mean by energy positive well you're creating more energy than you're using as a exactly plant. but at the same time this one is not they're not using directly the energy that they are creating so just a relative it's an yeah. offset yeah. mechanism but you can see a situation where you can close the loop and get that energy captured, stored, or uh, transferred into a grid. And basically, uh, you know, so there are a lot of companies now that do waste to energy, like municipal waste, you know, like waste, yeah. like from your food, organic waste that people collect, uh, you know, that municipalities collect and they digest them into these big digesters. And the future really in some sort of co-digestion of municipal waste uh, water with um, uh, you know uh, domestic waste uh, solid waste that we get uh, you know we're going Fogo in Western Australia anyway soon it's Fogo Fogo is a uh, is, uh, what is that for, is, is it Fogo what's the different kind of bins I forgot what's the word oh isn't it oh, yeah. I can't remember what Fogo stands yeah. for yeah, but like yeah. I think it's um, I think yeah. you end up having to to oh. separate your stuff into four different bins? No, it's just two. Is it two? I think it's just two. So it's... Uh, it's oh, three. Fu- it's three. It's food organics, garden organics. Uh, food organics and garden organics as, as a way. And then the other one's recycling. And then the other one is recycling. So essentially the waste uh, uh, then, because that opens up the opportunity for creating waste, because you're, you're for creating energy out of this waste. Because yeah. we're, we're focused on organic here. Because again, the same in wastewater, it's not all organic. There are other components there. There is, uh, you know, oils, there is fats, there is whatever. Uh, so we are here interested in the component of the organic that has the carbon element that will basically uh, turn into energy. So are we in the first, still in the first win or 
I don't like know. In... You're the one that's telling me about what the winds are. Yeah, well, the second win is like energy because energy, if you... The first win is you're treating the waste. Okay, okay? so the first win is that you're, you're treating your wastewater. Yeah, that's, that's so the... the that's the goal okay. of wastewater treatment plant. Okay. okay. So then the second win is getting energy from it. Then extracting energy but and is making energy, money. But is energy the only thing you can make money from? Like, can't you extract things like nutrients? Uh, you can, but the most immediate, easiest, like direct payment thing is energy. Okay. Yeah, because that that's really simple. It's essentially what you do. You get a reactor, you cover it, and then you you start capturing uh, gas. It's really rudimentary. Again, Man Cave demonstrated that it can be rudimentary. Of course, uh, you know. Rudimentary a, a, is that rudiment. what? Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not in a. Uh, you know, in this case, you know, you, you still have to invest some capital costs. So it's not. Uh, you know, to turn. Uh, uh, a waste traditional wastewater treatment system into into an energy uh, system as well. So there's a little bit some in some places they build like reactors, uh, gigantic reactor. I mean, a reactor is like a big pot, you know, a bigger pot of spaghetti, but just multiply that by a million or something. Well, and I mean, yeah, huge. like I remember talking about another conference today is like going mm. back to like conferences is it conference memories is it because conference covid and we can't travel that you get in all these memories be, but, now but we went to a conference last year in uh-huh. spain yeah. and we went to a a plant that was like trying to grow more algae yeah micro algae so micro algae yeah. in their ponds algae in their ponds and then they were putting it through a digestion process yeah. to create biofuels exactly directly into into the cars they had yeah. even their fleet yeah they had cars. two cars that yeah. they were super excited that they've yeah. gotten like yeah. ninety thousand k's driven yeah. on like biodiesel yeah. yeah. as part of some european accreditation you have yeah. to demonstrate to to get some accreditation you have to drive a number of miles or kilometers with it so so the reality of extra of turning waste into energy isn't some rocket science isn't some futuristic idea it's already here but it's expensive well it depends how the system is set up it depends like i'll give you an example where you know this wastewater treatment plant western treatment plant in melbourne it treats about 60 percent of the tr- the wastewater from uh, melbourne melbourne is i a, think what, it was five? slightly less than yeah. 60 percent i think it treats the for about 2.6 or 2.7 million. million people yeah. so roughly and then and then you have uh, uh, but it's all it's all in one place because it's all in one place then you can actually uh, capitalize on the fact that all these systems are centralized to some extent mm-hmm. uh, and you can extract more energy out of it with less cost now if you were to deploy that in various places as a decentralized system then you have to come up with some new solutions and things like that but at the same time we're talking about basic stuff here so it's not you're basically saying a decentralized solution would be more bespoke yeah you will have to to quote kevin mcleod yeah that's right bespoke so (laughs) you, you you have to do a little bit more work but this one is like just basic it's nothing to it so second win you make money you create you extract energy you make money so here it is we're telling people this is like this is a show that everyone should listen to we're telling people how to turn wastewater essentially their toilet stuff okay to money i mean who does that you can turn 
your shit into money. To be fair, I think the water utilities would be happy if they could turn it into enough money to uh, cover the cost of actually treating it in the first place. That's right. They're starting now because, you know, lots of wastewater treatment plants are not called wastewater treatment plant anymore. They're called resource recovery plant. So they're talking about the idea that you can extract water, you can extract energy, you can extract all sorts of things. So... You I know, don't what know I'm how widespread that movement is in Australia. Oh, <laughs> it's going, but in the US it's it's quite large. In other places, I would so, say in Europe, yeah. I feel like that would be more. Well, absolutely, because now the whole idea is this: is this, is this uh, the future, or the future is already here? So I think the future is already here, if you ask me. It's not rocket science. No, so the future, uh, you know, in a sense, it, is, it is actually not rocket science. It is rocket not. Science it's very is a different field. Oh no, it's totally a different <laughs> field. But with this one, is really basic equation. What we do is we take, we just reverse the the, the equation. We just basically, uh, instead of uh, you know uh, producing organic matter via photosynthesis at the base but there are other things that produce so you know I'm not saying that the cow is produced out of photosynthesis people have to understand where I'm coming from can you explain why I say photosynthesis photosynthesis is grass right so the sunlight carbon produces plants now yeah. plants get eaten by cows okay we eat the cows and that's how it goes. So we are primarily, you know, based on that primary that photosynthesis thing. That's why I'm saying it all starts with photosynthesis. But I'm not saying, you know, but we eat also salads. So you know, we eat vegetables. We eat things that we grow from photosynthesis, yeah. right? And other things eat other things, and microbes eat. So so that's a whole thing is is basically photosynthesis based. So what we're saying, wastewater treatment, is all that energy that we stored in organic matter what we do is we just release it through the work of our friends the microbes so the microbes we put them in a in a nice place called wastewater treatment plant <laughs> you're laughing because what it is not nice place it's a nice place it's I mean I think they're nice places I think I think a lot of people that would go there would beg to differ but no I, I would just like to see the look on people's faces when you say wastewater treatment plant they, they probably grimace and think it's like disgusting and but it's like a they're factory. actually quite clean they are very clean <laughs> and the people you know there's lots of uh, operational health and safety there and whatever so people are look after them and uh, and all of that so they are nice places anyway what's it is this still are we still talking about the second win we're talking about the second win the second win is really the future you need to because we're talking about the other thing that you know we we need we, we have fossil fuel energy that we require but imagine if you could start turning our waste into energy and and basically reducing our reliance on the big uh, on the fossil fuel energy whether we like it or not there will come a time where we'll have to do it so why do why not do it now it just makes sense and you know what is actually uh, waste to energy is a booming sector so it's not just think that you do for a feel good factor like people are making money out of it 
Well, they'd have to at this yeah, point. Yeah, there's lots of companies that make. So the whole point here is the economy of scale. Do you have to transport? What are the transport costs? Can you do it locally? Can you have, say, waste to energy, um, you know, systems or 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 uh, plants uh, near, say, agri industry uh, zone or whatever? So places where people produce cheese or produce food or whatever, because to reduce the cost of transporting the waste to another processing area because at the end of the day you know when we talked about water as being the biggest cost is 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 transporting water around yeah you know what the biggest cost with waste treatment it's also transport because what do you do you take your bin your roll i mean like sometimes we complain oh my god it's thursday let me get my bin out oh it's so hard and yeah, then you whinge there, about that all the time. Well, everyone just so you know, Anas's bin day is Friday. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you, you then you just like we do what we do. We do like few meters to the street, and then after that, it gets into a truck. So basically, what yeah. you were saying that most of the cost of any treatment of any waste is to t to get it as far away from you as possible. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do. So we take it somewhere, it gets pushed down, and it gets treated and all of that. So with all the urban areas and whatever, there's lots of hundreds and hundreds of kilometers transported by your little uh, potato peel that you put in your bin. It gets into a transport and, and we spend thousands of dollars on it to go away. When in fact you can start your own little thing at home and you start basically like composting and composting stuff. and doing all these things and minimize your waste because you know at the end of the day you minimize your waste you don't even have to do that 10 meters to the to the curb to to put your work okay bin. so let's get back on track what's the we're, third we're talking win? about the lazy urban people you know yeah well so what's the third win the third win is like you're reducing the greenhouse gas it's an obvious, isn't it? The world will be a better place. This is the environmental outcome. Yeah. You're actually capturing all that carbon instead of having to, to do some sort of crazy carbon storage special. Like lots of people tell me, oh, we're gonna take carbon, uh, we're gonna pump it under the ground and we're gonna pay millions of dollars to store it like we do with nuclear waste. And they go like, but how can we not do it at the household level so that all that, cap that energy is captured locally? So if you capture it locally, you don't have to transport it. You're not producing greenhouse gas. What happens if you don't produce greenhouse gas? No climate change. No but climate I mean, like, change. You're going to produce greenhouse gas in wastewater treatment. You're going to minimize it. That's the whole thing. You're going to capture it and you're going to reuse it. And what you're doing essentially is re reducing your reliance on highly emitting technologies and you're going to something that is within circular economy that could basically be operated locally you don't have to create that big transport chains you don't have to create that big uh, processing chain and and you're doing something for the environment so the big win for me is the third win. Well, sure, but we didn't talk about sludge. Oh, 
Ha, this is, I mean, like sludge is everywhere in a sense, but what is sludge? Yeah, tell it, tell me about sludge. Well, you know, sludge is, sludge is the solids that, is the to, solids. that come out of wastewater treatment. Like Correct. Obviously. It's also called, called biosolids, some people call it biosolids. I think it's biosolids when it's out of the water. Right, okay. So I think it's sludge when it's in water or yeah. underwater. Yeah. And I think once you take it out, it's called biosolids. Yeah, so it's an organic, it's gooey, it's what? And it accumulates at the bottom of the your reactor and yeah. you have to go there and remove it. If your reactor is a pond, you have to remove it. Now, yeah. this is a multi-million dollar operation as well. Yeah. Because what you do is you produce solids and solids have to be removed. So there is no such thing as it's going to evaporate into the air. It basically accumulates. And in order for you to operate your wastewater properly, you have to eventually remove those solids. Yeah. So how do how do you make something useful out of those biosolids? Because they're not something, they're not something now. Once yeah. you've taken them out, they're not something. They are essentially. I think you're removing carbon. I think that's, that's actually right. increasing yeah, yeah. your emissions if you remove can, them. Can I can I give you my idea that comes to me now? You know the, the you know the cheese called ricotta. Yeah. What is ricotta? It's like cheese, so you boil it once. Yeah, you make you, cheese out of you it. You make cheese out of it. And, and then, then you have a waste. Yeah, and then you boil it again. You boil it again, what do you do out of it? What do you get out of it? Ricotta. You get out of it good cheese. Yeah. So that's my idea. So the first pass that we did is we extracted energy out of wastewater. Yeah. We're left of, of another kind of waste. Can we process it in a different way, mix it, say, with uh, food scraps and things, and create another ricotta, another second bake, if you will, of it. Yeah, but couldn't you also use it because the sludge is also high in nutrients, yep. it's like a fertilizer or a soil amendment or something? Oh, that's the next one. That's the next one. That's really important. Let us Let us focus on you can actually do energy f still from that sludge. So part of it will go there, but absolutely right. The next part is the carbon, the soil carbon, because you know, our soils are also one of the things that is under threat. I mean, without soil, what? We'd be dead. No food. Yeah. Without soil, no food. But the problem with soils is that they have been eroding and eroding. We and depleted. Depleted. We lose a lot of soil. So what happens now is that one of the ways that you can actually capture carbon is you can put that carbon back into the soil. And that will be really, really a win. So take that sludge, transform it into soil amendment into biochar, into any of those uh, like other fertilizers. fertilizers, which basically what it does, uh, you know, and mostly biosolid transformation isn't really about nutrients because there's plenty of nutrients there. It's really about the carbon element. So here we go. Maybe that's the fourth win. Do you reckon it's the fourth win? I like think it's the fourth win. Okay. The cut soil, the, the soil. soil, the soil amendment, big, big, big deal. But win, 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 win doesn't sound as good as win, win, win. Yeah, I know. I think it's a really important. I just kicked the table. So <laughs> apologies about that. Uh, but, you know, essentially, uh, you know, you can do multiple wins. That's the whole point of circular economy. 
is how to add value to add value to add value. Because I was going to say, I've read about other things about biosolids being used as like amendments to road base. Oh, absolutely. You can make bricks. You can can make make bricks. You can make furniture out of it. You can make all sorts of things. Like there's so many things you can make out of it. I think like you don't really, you don't really expect to get it out of a process where you're trying to remove waste, I suppose. Like, so we can make that waste useful. So we're talking essentially here about what we call domestic or municipal wastewater, which means your toilet, your basin. Like household waste. Household. But what if we thought about other kinds of waste? I mean, like agri-industry. What, what, are, what do I mean by agri-industry? That the industries that produce meat, industries that process meat, industries that produce cheese, processed cheese, processed milk, but they all have organic waste. That organic waste is a big component of the circular economy in lots of places. Again, going back to ricotta, like the Italians thought about it early on. They go like, can we still reprocess this? Or in a way, like even mining, you get like the first grade of gold gets out of processing, then the technology advances and the, the processes and then you can process low grade uh, uh, you know um, mine uh, mine uh, whatever how do you call that tailing uh, mine tailings low grade and you can make a, a gold out of them or any product that you like so we advance our ability to strip elements out of anything we can apply that to wastewater wastewater from industrial wastewater some 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 uh, you know, industries produce specific wastewater, which in my view is actually, um, you know, kind of more predictable than municipal wastewater. Yeah, I'd say municipal wastewater, yeah. we have to deal with so many more different things. Yeah. Like industrial wastewater, you kind of know what your waste product is going to be. Correct, yeah. You should be able to predict that. That's yeah, right. From your process. And then there could be some um, uh, element of, uh, of, a partnership with companies that could create you know a different product or other so lots of thinking as is happening so at that's the like moment. so those, those are the things like struvite mining yeah so struvite's like this really hard mineral that forms in some wastewater treatment plants mostly like conventional yeah. sort of like mechanized ones yeah, yeah. and it it's actually a pain it forms yeah. on pipes in places that they don't want it to and it's really hard to remove yeah. but it's also really useful really as a resource yeah, yeah you really can extract useful. phosphate out of it and yeah. phosphate costs money so so uh, you know there's so much but what about like those those things about where they're trying to get sort of like phosphorus and nutrients out of the wastewater like yeah. directly or directly you can do that you know uh v- you know, again, you use your friends, the bacteria, and yeah. you just tell them you, you get the per- per- perfect bacteria. In this case, purple bacteria can be one. And basically, you let them gorge themselves on the stuff. And they are so good at extracting these things really purely, purifying. And then you extract it out of the bacteria, and it's very easy to do. Uh, you know, you just have to have the right, um, you know, setup. And, and you can do it. I think so you basically just feasible. have to get enough of your good bacteria that you're yeah. targeting to That's grow right. to, to make grow. it mm. 
economically viable to, I to make it economically and environmentally and socially because yeah. lots of these ideas start by proof of concept and then suddenly become economically viable and then people start being interested so here we go i think people will believe us now that we say you can actually make waste water you can make a lot of money out of shit and people don't believe that uh, but here's the case where you can actually uh, have a win, win, win situation. You're treating the waste, you're making energy and making money, and you're actually uh, making a better world. Isn't that great? I mean, shit makes the world go, world go round, right? I know, but I think it's really amazing that wastewater is, uh, is the future, is the next big thing in, ter in terms of mining, in fact. So you can, like, so lots of people are talking about mining of, like, good like stuff like uh, gold and stuff out of my, my, my wastewater so here you go so we're gonna how much gold are you gonna find in it well I'm, apparently I'm you know uh, I, I'm not either but apparently there's lots of rare elements that you can mine out of things but it is you know mining is about the economy of you know if it makes sense if you can if it can make economic sense and the processing is cheaper than the value then you're you're in business that's so true. eventually someone will develop a technology and again if you get your friends the bacteria they can make it work for you because they are very actively going to select that element and they're going to remove it and you can actually extract those bacteria so at the end of the day i think wastewater is like a mine a gold mine if you think about it mm -hmm. in terms of energy in terms of water in terms of so so it's something that we need to pay careful attention to on how to basically adapt it for the future that's going to be really really interesting in an area that has been growing like mad uh in terms of companies i mean that company that we visited in in spain is in the in in the, how do you say in trading trading as a company um you know in the you know, in the whatever wall, the equivalent of Wall Street. What is that? Were they? I didn't yeah. know they were listed. Yeah, yeah. But they were yeah. listed. So the company is listed, and it's a, uh, and there are a number of other companies that do waste to energy now that are starting to take the market, uh, to take it to the market. They partnership with, um, you know, supermarket chains with producer because the last thing you want is really waste of food and waste of material. Well, I mean, it, you'd like that waste to count for something yeah, I mean you right. might not be able to eat your rotten food but mm. at least it might be still useful for something else but if we can turn it into energy even better if we can make some money out of it even better if we can make the world a better place and stop or slow down climate change in anything I I'll take anything you mean you mean climate change you mean human induced climate change yeah human in, induced climate change because you're going to tell me there's a climate change all the time I agree but mm -hmm. you know there's <laughs> these things that we accelerate the acceleration <laughs> of, of climate change climate change which is human induced so alright well thank you for listening and we'll come back to you with something else again out of the blue I don't know what it's going to be next one but I just really enjoyed doing this win 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 situation Did do, you you? Feel, do you feel like you had the win, win yeah win. i think it's great i think i i really like because you know i'm lazy i don't like to do just one thing i like to do one thing that will have multi-purpose multi-benefit 
So this is like a, in is line that, with my thinking. Is that laziness thinking. or is that efficiency? Well, you know, I call it laziness, but it's in a way it's a, it's, it's a bit of creativity. But I'm not gonna call myself creative on 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 online. You know, I'm just gonna say, you know, you can do things that have multiple benefits. So it's like, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, getting a bird with with two stones, or what's the other way around? No, it's it's. <laughs> what's the saying? <laughs> What is it? It's hitting two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's right. Which I don't like. Please don't hit birds. I, you know, like that. There's so many silly sayings, like hit a bird, but you get the idea. So it, I yeah, call it multi-purpose. Let's not kill the bird with No, two don't birds. kill birds. Don't kill any birds. We're going to leave it here. We're going to leave it here. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. All right. Boom. Well, we finished.